Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, y'all, and thank you so much for tuning back into another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat today is my guest, Fabian Fredrickson, and here's a little bit more about Fabian. She is a beloved mentor to thousands of women in business. As a founder of the Leverage Business Program, Fabienne has reverse engineered how she scaled her business to several million annually while remaining powerfully feminine. Her book, The Leverage Business, How You Can Go From Overwhelm at Six Figures to Seven Figures and Get Your Life Back is the definite roadmap showing women how to increase their income and impact with heart. And you can find more out by going to boldheart.com. So without further ado, please welcome the woman behind it all, Fabienne Fredrickson. (laughs) Thanks, Genesis. Hello, everybody. My pleasure, Fabienne. And before we dive into leverage and really helping those women out there, but also we don't want to, we don't want to just focus on the women. We want to give the men some tools. They can yes, of too. course, of course. This applies for everybody. <laughs> I definitely want to um, allow the audience to connect with you on a personal level. And I do that with one or two things. So the first option is we could do an icebreaker up front. Or we could play a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? I'm going to let you decide. Okay, let's, let's play a rapid fire. I think, I think you could be quick on your toes. Okay, let's try. So question number one, what is a wild card factor about yourself that your audience and definitely my audience doesn't know about you? Well, I use leverage uh, at work, but also in my kitchen. Question number two, dream vacation. Provence. Ooh, question three, are you an Apple or Android user or hybrid? Apple. Question four, dream car or dream home? Dream home. What would your dream home look like? Uh, It's in the middle of the vineyards in Provence. Question five, if you could recreate any significant moment in your life, what would it be and why? Uh, Just being with my family, my three kids, my wonderful husband, any version of what that looks like is my favorite. Question six, you just hit the lottery and you have all this money. You're excited to spend it. However, there is a caveat. You must donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you contributing to? I would continue to build schools uh, in Africa. I would continue to donate to women's empowerment uh, around the world. And I would continue to give... um, um, microloans to women in developing countries so they can open up their own business. So it's more of the same. 
seven, are you a coffee or tea drinker or neither? Both, but especially espresso. <laughs> Eight, if you could have a lunch or dinner with anyone past or present, who would it be? Oh, oh! I'd love to be have lunch with Oprah, my best friend, but she doesn't even know it yet. <laughs> Nine, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Mm, you are worthy just as you are. And 10, here is our pass or play question, but here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? <laughs> I'll play. <laughs> Okie dokie. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I would uh, embolden people, women's hearts. Love it. And thank you for playing Rapid Fire with Genesis. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We're segueing into our topic now, which is leverage. So people are probably out there thinking, Fabienne, what made you name your book Leverage? And I want you to hold up that book so they could actually see the cover because it is bright yellow. You can't miss it. Yeah, so you've got two versions, one above my head and one right here. So walk um, us through the um, book cover as you hold it up. Oh, as I hold it up. Okay, the book cover is really about, um, people kept asking me, how did you get to um, a million and then several million a year in a feminine way? How did you do that with little kids? Um, I was pregnant in uh, with my third uh, in October of 2008 when I first crossed the seven figure mark and uh how did how how did I do that with little kids people are always asking me that and what I did was I reverse engineered the eight steps that got me from being overwhelmed to having a life of freedom uh and impact and um it was all about leverage genesis it was about leveraging uh a team not just hiring a team but how can I, as the business owner, do less better with the help of a team? How could I leverage systems and processes so that I could free myself from the day-to-day -day operations of my business and grow the business rapidly without being as involved? It was about leveraging my time, not managing my time, leveraging my time, setting boundaries, delegating better to my team, uh, focusing instead on, on busy work and running the business, focusing instead on exponential growth activities, using my skills, the things that I'm brilliant at. Every single one of us has things we're brilliant at. Uh, leveraging a business model to work one-to-many and, and more things. But what it came down to was do less, much better. Yeah. leverage. I love that because you are speaking my language, but you're definitely an expert, which we're going to learn more from you is because I tell people there is a difference when you're working in your business to when you're working on your business. There's a difference between insourcing and outsourcing. There's a difference between focusing on your zone of genius 
and trying to do it all. Because when you try to do it all, you're just hitting certain things. You're not really diving into your core competencies because you're not going to be good at everything. Let's be realistic. So I love the fact that you got real and you started hiring people that were good at other things that you weren't. You set up those boundaries because that also prevents you from hitting burnout. And it lets you know, okay, I'm going to focus on this because this is my strong suit. These are my gifts. These are my talents and my innate skills. That makes me Fabian. Fabulous. Um, <laughs> so I definitely want to hear those eight steps and how you reverse engineer because there are so many women out here that we think that we can do it all because we just want to be that super woman, that super human. But then when we get home, we're tired, we're exhausted. We don't have time to fulfill our wifely duties. Our kids come up to us. They're like, mom, mom, mommy, mom, kind of like the family guy. And you're like, I just need a minute. And then they're like, oh my gosh, why is mommy snapping at me? It's because you've been so busy working in your business that you didn't have time to work on your business and delegate when necessary. So if that hits home and you resonate, holler back at me. (laughs) Well, the whole idea about uh, creating a leveraged business is understanding that not you are not supposed to be running your own business. There's this myth out there that the person who starts the business is the one who will uh, be the best at growing it and keeping the processes going. And when you realize that the ultimate leverage is for you not to be the doer in your business, not even to be the manager, but to be the visionary, to take the vision and create all the systems and have all the right teams in place so that you're not needed for the clients or the customers to get results. That's when you use all of the things that you're really, really good at to to grow the business. So it's a combination of the things that we already talked about, which is leverage your team, leverage your systems, leverage your time, and leverage your business model. These happen to be the first four chapters of the leveraged business book. If anyone listening um, wants to dive deeper into these processes, but once you already have those four in place, the thing that will get you to a million is when you implement the, the next four uh, activators. So wait, it's leverage. Okay, because this is really good. I, I just yeah. got to pause and let it marinate. Sure. So yeah. leverage your team is one. Number two is leverage your time. Number three is, say three again. Three okay, and okay. so it goes, it goes in this order. Um, and it's all on boldheart.com, by the way. If anybody wants to see the entire thing, you can go to boldheart.com, probably four slash programs or something like that, but here they are in order. Okay. Leverage your team, leverage your systems, leverage your time and leverage your business model. And I'll explain why they're in this order. And then I'll tell you what the next four are. Okay. First, you need the team. Once you have the team in place, they create the systems. They use the systems to run the business without you needing to be there. That gives you back your time, which then you leverage 
for ultimate growth. When you have the time, you remo you've removed yourself from the day-to-day -day operations of your business, you can start thinking about how to set up a different business model. This is where you leverage a business model that has you do one-to-many as opposed to one-to-one, -one, which means that you work less but make more. So from in my case, I went from full capacity when it was just little Fabian on the phone, business coaching with maximum of 30 clients, I was able to leverage my business model 10x to over 300 clients, and sometimes a thousands of customers per year, right, which is why I've been able to work with 10s of 1000s of women over the last 20 years. So they all happen in in chronological order and in logical order. And once you have a leveraged business model that doesn't require you, you can then go to the leverage activator number five, which is leverage your marketing. Because you have this business model that can handle 10 times the number of clients or customers, now you need to create omnipresent marketing that will get those people in the, the programs. And then we go to leveraging your accountability in the sense of now that your team is in place, you can actually no longer be the one to slay the dragon. You don't have to be the only one growing the business. Your team can do it for you. Your team can, can sell for you. Your team can market for you. Your team can take your content and um, distribute it uh, at scale uh, on, on the internet or however, which way. Uh, and they're held accountable for growing your business with you. And then there's leverage your differentiation where you become an industry change agent uh, or, or you eliminate the competition because you get so clear about your unique propositions in your marketplace that you stop doing everything the way other people do it. And you uh, use, like I like to say, your fairy dust to, to yeah, sprinkle your fairy dust on your business to give people results they can't get elsewhere. This is what we do in the Bold Heart Business Program. We guarantee, practically guarantee to get you to a million with your life back. So you get results. Uh, you get them results they can't get elsewhere. And you uh, allow them to feel what they can't feel anywhere else. And with a combination of that, that's how you leverage your differentiation. And then the last one is leverage your lifestyle, which is a couple of different things. It's about bringing on a second in command. This We do this in year two in the program. You bring on a second in command who is wired to run your business for you that you work hand in hand with. And then that allows you to decide what do you want to do with your life because your business is being run by somebody else. They're making a million a year or more. You have 14 to 16 weeks of vacation that you can take and you can decide to start another business, to build some schools, to uh, create a foundation or just spend time traveling and being with your family. So those are the eight leverage activators and they're all in the book. Wow, I love those. And you know, as you were speaking, I saw you light up. I heard the empowerment. I heard the confidence. And then I also heard, you know, the collaboration, which is creating synergies. Because when you get to that accountability, and you're allowing the people that work 
with you to feel empowered, that it gives them confidence and they're going to want to do more because they feel seen, they feel heard. There's that sense of value. And I think that's so, so important because people have to realize that we're better when we could come together and mesh our different skill sets. And that's all about leveraging because if someone does not feel like they're able to grow and they don't feel seen or heard, that's why we have the great resignation right now. And I think no matter if you are in that employee bucket right now and you're crossing over into that entrepreneurship journey, we can all use some leverage in our lives in order to get us to the next step. We're in a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. We're constantly growing and refining. And I love the fact that your um, website is bold heart because when we are bold and we come from our heart and we allow our heart to center us, then I truly believe that we have some alignment and things are connected. So explain why you chose bold heart, because I think that's a part of you leveraging, Fabienne. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really um, great that you picked up on it. Uh, what I have always been called fearless in my life, but that's not true. I'm not fearless. No one is fearless, but I have had this, perhaps this courage to really look at what makes me happy. What are the things I'm passionate about? And in in fact, the quote that has gone around the internet of mine, it shows up in different books. I just found out another book has featured my quote in it. And this is the following quote. It's the things you are passionate about are not random. They are your calling. And the bold heart as the name of a company came when I've been telling people to take your ear to your heart and listen hard. What do you want to do in this world? What is your reason for being? What is, what, what, what does the world need? What, what are you incredibly good at? What, who do you want to, to, to be a hero to? What do you want to change in the world through your business? What are you passionate about? Listen to your heart hard and then boldly go and do that thing. Whether you fear failure, whether you fear success, criticism, uh, humiliation, uh, uh, what they will say, it doesn't really matter. If it matters to you, it doesn't matter what they think. And so the bold bold heart is about, okay, I, I got clear about what I want and I'm going to boldly go after it. And this is the reverse engineer piece. This is, okay, this is my vision. How will I get there? I will seek out help because it's uh, I've found in my own life that to get to any big new plateau, big new level, I needed to reach out to somebody who could shorten the learning curve and shorten the time for me to get there. So seek out help and take the next right step again and again and again and again. That is why Bold Heart exists. I love that. And I knew there was a story behind it. That's why like, I wanted to pull it out. And if I may, before we jump into the call to action, I want to read just a little stanza from this song, Listen to Your Heart. Have you heard that song? I'm not sure I have. 
Um, so I'm going to read the first stanza. It says, I know there's something in the wake of your smile. I get a notion from the look in your eyes. Yeah, you've built a love, but that love falls apart. Your little piece of heaven turns to dark. Listen to your heart when he's calling for you. Listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where you're going and I don't know why, but listen to your heart before you tell him goodbye. And there's more to the lyrics. I'll just say the last part. It says, sometimes you wonder if this fight is worthwhile. The precious moments are all lost in the tide. Yeah, they're, they're swept away and nothing is what it seems. They feel the feeling of belonging to your dreams. And the reason why I wanted to share that, Fabienne, is because that's what you did as a mompreneur, as an entrepreneur, and as a boss woman, or some, some of the younger people say a boss babe, is you listen to your heart, which is that intuition, which is that discernment. But how many times in life do we as women second guess ourselves because we allow imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and et cetera, and we don't listen to that still small voice and follow our gut, which is tying us to our nature and why we are here existing. So I really thought that meshed well with this segment. So I wanna ask you, is there anything else you wanna share that I may not have asked before we jump into the call to action? Well, I wanna just pick up the thread where you left it. And uh, one of the ways is to, uh, to really listen to your heart is to understand that there are two voices speaking to you uh, at all times. There is the voice of the ego that doesn't want you to grow. It wants to keep you small and air quote safe. And that's the voice that's very loud. And who do you think you are? And you might fall flat on your face. And, and that's not for you and all of that. That really loud voice is what I call the drunk monkey or the gremlin, right? Doesn't want you to grow or be happy. And then there's this really little soft benevolent voice underneath but it's so hard to hear over the drunk monkey. But that, that little voice, if you're spiritual or you believe in your high, higher self or intuition, I know that that is the divine speaking to you, but it's ever so soft. And if you can make the differentiation between the loud voice that doesn't want good things for you and will talk you out of it, and that soft, soft barely perceptible voice that is guiding your thoughts and wants you to win, then you're, you're going to create a life that you love, a business that you love. And that is a big part of what I teach in my business coaching program because it works. <laughs> I love it. And thank you so much for picking down what I laid down. So <laughs> Fabienne, I want you to leave the audience with your call to action for this segment. 
Thank you. Well, I think a great place to start is if you want to find out more about what I do or learn more about the eight leverage activators is to go to boldheart.com and you'll see that you can pick up a copy of the book there. You could get it on Amazon, but if you get it on the website, uh, all you do is pay $2 in shipping and, you know, read the book if it speaks to you. You can also find um, the audio somewhere and then go to the member success stories uh, page, mostly just for you to feel inspired by video after video after video and testimony from literally hundreds and hundreds of people who have applied these steps and, and are now making in one month what they used to make in one year and allow it to um, give you hope and have you realize that you can make twice as much working half the time. Yes, you, you can. Yes, you heard it. Yes, you can. Si se puede, as they say in the Cheetah Girls. And Fabienne, plug where you hang out primarily on social media. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Fabienne, just straight Fabienne. And you can find me on Instagram at Fabienne Fred. And of course, on LinkedIn, but I communicate most often on Instagram. Amazing. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS podcast. Our special guest was Fabienne Fredrickson, and I'm going to spell her name for you. It's F as in fabulous, A as in alpha, B as in boy, I as in Isaac, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, N as in no, E as in Elizabeth, Fabienne Fredrickson. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. You could also see all things video content by heading on over to our YouTube channel, which is at gems with genesis amaris camp and lastly but not least i want to thank each one of you for tuning in on a consistent basis to support my subject matter experts that i bring on as well as the mission to educate inspire and motivate while we weave in diversity equity inclusion and belonging because it takes all of us to really create synergies and make this world a better place we are better when we stand united. And until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel. Gems with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G E M S, with W I T H, Genesis, G E N E S I S, Amaris, A M A R I S, Kemp, K E M P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services to be here on GEMS Podcast.